Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I will officially call this one an out-of-cycle update because I certainly didn't plan to do it, but I think it's important to provide this update because I'm starting to see a lot of freak out, much of it unnecessary, but that seems to be the pattern of online and social media in particular. But the other thing is there's been such an influx of new traders that there's people that don't seem to understand. And so a lot of the valuable critical knowledge that we've shared in the past has now gotten dropped down the priority list because of all this influx of these new traders who all they do is leave the same messages. You see them all over the place, which is, you know, when Lambo is kind of the joke of, okay, I want to buy a Lamborghini. I'm not sure what it is about Lamborghini because I think it's a garbage vehicle. Regardless, there's those, there's the, you know, I invested $10 and I want a million out of it or, I see this one, everybody's talking about it, so I bought into it, and then all of a sudden, it has a brief period of down, and then all of a sudden, there, there's just this groundswell of freak out. There's all this chatter, and it gets annoying because, you, again, you lose the critical, valuable posts that try to tell people this is normal. So I figured I would go ahead and just do a post. It's going to get lost in emotion, casera, casera, but... If I can at least get a few people and at least get some to understand and get some to resonate with it, I'll call that a win. So SHIB in particular has had, at, basically there's been a large sell-off of a lot of tokens and the news has pretty much focused on the fact that, and we've, we've talked about it, I've talked about it, others have talked about it, but it seems like people still don't understand no matter how we try to say it or how we try to express it, they still don't understand. Trading of any kind, but in particular crypto, will always have ups and downs, peaks and valleys. You're always going to have spikes and you're going to have some dips. This is normal. It's supposed to do that. You're not supposed to have constant up, 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 because it usually indicates a pump and dump is incoming. You're not supposed to have constant, I'm talking straight down. I'm not talking where it is a gradual decrease. I'm talking a straight down drop of a thing because that's literally somebody who just dumped everything they had to a degree that it harms the token. So you want healthy ups and downs. How do we define healthy? Healthy is again, gradual down, gradual up. If you start seeing significant sharp jumps it may indicate a pump and dump scenario. If you see significant straight down drops, it usually indicates a mass sell-off that hurts the token because of its position. Certain tokens are in a position where they are more susceptible to these disruptions than other tokens. So if I look at most of the common tokens or quote meme coin tokens that are out there right now, let's take ID, ID Inu, but it's now ID, AIDI. This is a token that is a fractional cost. You can buy a trillion of them for less than 50 bucks. It's, it's very dirt cheap and it's gone through ups and downs and it doesn't seem to get out or break out of where it's, where it's currently at over the long term. But if you look at something like Satama, Satama has two zeros above, so it's significantly more valuable than ID. Satama has been reasonably steady. It's got very minor ups and downs. And for, for this current period, it has not had any significant disruption. Yet, if you look at something like what's called Surge Inu, 
which was brought to my attention the other day, surge in you has, if you look at its graph, has it looks like a, it looks like I don't know how to describe it, like a scorpion is stabbing somebody. It's just a straight sharp up and then a straight sharp down. That's a pump and dump. Bonafide definition of a pump and dump. Something like Tenshi, which has it's been what they call split, and so it's Tenshi V2, has a sharp up. And then it's gradual growth and then a sharp up and sharp down. And then it's steady. Could be a pump and dump. But Tenshi, the difference with that one is that it's what's called a rebase token, which I'll probably talk about in a different article. But the point is, it's it has inklings of potentially being a pump and dump coin. Cody, K-O-D-I. Although its price point is roughly in the same-ish range as something like Satama, it's it's less, but it's in the same general. It's nowhere near as low as Ivy. But with Cody, it's got what looked to be steady, and then it did a kind of a gradual dip down, and then a gradual dip up, and then a sharp shoot up. This one may or may not be a pump and dump. It's hard to tell from just looking at the graph. But then Keanu, Inu, has what was steady, and I watched it because I have I have shares in Keanu, it was sharp, steady, and then has this straight down. I mean, literally straight down. You can't get any more straight down than this one. What does that one tell me? That one tells me that at some point, some whale bought into Keanu, usually because of the hype, because there's hype around that one because of Matrix 4. So they're kind of hooking into Matrix 4 to try to spike the coin. The problem is it's still a dog-based coin, and so it doesn't have as much credibility. The reason I signed in to it is because I had nothing to lose. I mean, ultimately... I have a trillion tokens and I must have invested probably $30 into the thing. So I have nothing to really lose. It's not that big of a deal, but it is something I keep an eye on. This one, a whale bought in and then sold. They probably sold all of it when it spiked because it did double. And then it now it's back down to where it was. But then if I look at other coins that are not meme coins, like Polygon, which is otherwise known as Matic, Polygon has what looked like a steady, and then it went sharp straight the heck up. Polygon is nowhere near a scam or meme coin. It is a, it's a network. And so you actually, if you have NFTs, chances are that NFT was minted on Polygon because Polygon is dirt cheap compared to Ethereum. So what this one probably tells me is, there's a lot of NFT activity that spiked the value of the Polygon coin. It did have somewhat of a dip because you probably had people who owned Matic from before it was a penny that now sold off in mass because they saw that there was an opportunity. The same thing happened with another coin called New Cipher, NU wallet. New Cipher for the longest time was under a dollar. It was like 30 cents. All of a sudden, it starts jumping up and it goes to $1.80. Well, think about this. If you had somebody that spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars way back yonder, and so they've got tens of thousands of tokens or twenties of thousands of tokens, and then all of a sudden, your return basically jumps six times, yeah, you're going to have some sell-off because these people now made some bank, and so they're going to sell out. So that's going to taper off and go back down. With SHIB, if you're watching the charts correctly, and you're only looking at the long, so we're talking seven day or greater, you're going to see that it's still been reasonably steady. It has not had any significant growth or drop 
over seven days. It's actually very stable. There was a gradual up point, which likely coincided with the release of the NFTs. And then there's a slight taper down, which likely coincided with a nat natural sell-off of assets because Bitcoin is on the rise again. If you've been following crypto news, you know that Bitcoin at one point peaked at 60 grand per coin, and then it started to crash and it went down as low as just under 30 grand. That's a big, big, big drop. Many of the people that were in and saw Bitcoin crashing, naturally, what do they do? They cashed out to mitigate losses. They do a stop loss order in their exchange to get their money out of Bitcoin before it crashes too much. There were people that left their coins in there because they knew it would recover. But I argue that Bitcoin's still grossly overpriced. And what you're seeing is that now there's a spike back up because largely Bitcoin mining now, because of China's ban, has been the United States has kind of owned it and controlled it. That gives some positives because it means that now we have more trust in the process than we would have had when the mining is overseas. I still say it's overpriced because at the end of the day, despite scarcity of inventory, when you look at Bitcoin compared to something like Ethereum, I, I, I do not support the wide disparity in the price between these two. It doesn't make any sense to me at all that Bitcoin is that much more valuable than this one over here. The price is what it is, regardless of what I got to say about it. So SHIB is the same thing. But in order to appreciate this, you have to zoom out, as they say, on the charts and stop focusing on the one hour. What I'm seeing is that people will only look at the one hour and they'll see a dip from, at the time, three down to 2,300. And they're freaking out, thinking, oh, well, this is it. It's pump and dump. It's all done. And they're not realizing that Number one, it's normal that it should have ups and downs. Number two, it's natural because you would have had some spike based on the NFT release. Number three, it's already trending back up. So the reason that people are freaking like this is because there's still a lack of understanding about the idea of resistance. Resistance in the term of stock trading or crypto goes in levels as different investments go up to certain levels, there hits a level of resistance where it's now difficult because of all the different holders out there for the token to go beneath the resistance when one or two, quote, whales cash out. That's resistance in a simplified, oversimplified nutshell. It means that there's so much support now because we have so many different holders that one whale cannot take us below X. It would take a significant amount of whale sellout in order for it to dip. And even then, it's still going to hit a base where it's not going to go any lower. SHIB, I said it on the previous update, has already hit a resistance of somewhere between two and three. I said that on the previous update, and we're still there. It didn't go beneath two because I already can see that the resistance is strong because of the number of holders. You've already got a minimum of 700,000 people holding SHIB. That means that it's hard for whales to tank the coin. That doesn't mean it's not going to go up and down. Your whole mindset should be, though, that it's going to take some time because you have to gain new holders. Gaining new holders means they have to buy in. Buying in means awareness, 
it also means money availability. And frankly, it's just going to take time to get to that point. And you got the burn mechanism that's kind of in an evolutionary phase. They're, they have the gradual burn, but as I've outlined in math, that's going to take years before it has a significant appreciable impact. They're doing the larger burn initiative, but that is not released yet. There are things in flight, and patience is critical. On my previous update, I said it is strongly likely that we would drop another zero by Q1 of 2022. Why did I say Q1? Because you can tell from the trend line how long it takes for us to get to breaking the next level of resistance, which tells us the level of growth of holders over time for a given token. In this case, SHIB. We can use that simple straight over math and identify roughly when we expect the next zero to drop off. Instead, you've got people that are assuming that zero should just be dropping on a daily basis or a weekly basis, and that growth should be magically fast. And chances are they're looking at things like Polygon and other tokens that are really, they're not the same category of token. They don't have the same inventory. There's so many different factors to think about with the different tokens. You can't apply a single unilateral rule to all of them. Then we get into rebase tokens, which there aren't very many of those, but then they put a false sense of expectation in people's minds because their growth is completely contrary to everything you've learned about standard crypto because of the way that it works. And there's pros and cons of those. So I guess what I'm ultimately saying is this. Anybody who's investing in cryptocurrency, I don't care what crypto, whether it's a meme token, quote unquote, or it's Bitcoin, or it's Ethereum, or it's Polygon, or it's Cardano, or it's AMP, or it's Fetch, or whatever, Compound, I don't care. Your mindset should not be day by day by day. Your mindset should be the long term of an investment. You can use your exchange to help you setting things like stop limits saying things like limit orders that are higher than wherever, identifying where you want to sell out and just let the tool do it. There are bots that will do it for you or whatever, or you just simply buy the dips if that's your strategy, or you can do dollar average, which basically just means how much money I'll just keep investing $10. I don't care what the price of anything is. I'm just going to keep investing $10 to grow my stake. You can do that. You can do any of these strategies. What you shouldn't do is watch it day by day because all you're doing is wasting your own time. It doesn't work that way. These are mostly long bets unless they're pump and dumps. I wouldn't advocate going to pump and dump unless you're quick on the trigger and you're confident that you can cash out. Other than that, it's a long play. 